a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another season of the Yards After College podcast. It's now the NFL season is here, and so it's time for a new season of the Yards After College podcast where we talk about the local players in the NFL from the state of Utah as well as just the NFL in general. And to join me is Sam Farnsworth of KSL TV and uh, now KSL Sports Live, Sam. Happy to have you on the podcast. And Sam, let's uh, let's start off with you kind of introducing some uh, big news for the podcast concerning you. <laughs> yeah, big time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be able to join you, Kyle, on this uh, podcast now as uh, I've been invited to join you and, and be a part of the, uh, the podcast to talk about all the great talent that we have coming out of the state, making it to the NFL as well as just uh, the NFL in general. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be informative. It's going to, uh, if you're a fan of BYU, Utah, Utah State, Weber State, and you like following these guys when they make that jump to the NFL, then you'll love this podcast because we'll be giving you all the ins and outs of all these guys and their journey throughout the league. Sam, you're being shy. I mean, you're my, my co-host now. You're <laughs> like, we're doing this thing. I need, I need some more juice out of you. You're being too humble. It's just like, oh, Sam Farms, you're a celebrity, man. You're, you're a celebrity amongst the people of the state of Utah. I mean, you, you don't turn on the TV and see me. You see Sam Farnsworth on TV. That's all I know. Well, it's awesome. It's, you know, I, I've always, you know, people t- say that to me and I, I'm, I'm not trying to like intentionally sound like humble or anything, but it just, to me, I feel like I'm just your average Joe who likes to talk sports. I just get to do it in front of the television for everyone else. So uh, it, it's, I, I'm definitely blessed to have these platforms and have this opportunity and, uh, so it's a lot of fun. It really is. And I'm, I'm really excited about, um, about what we're doing this year. Yeah, I'm excited as well. And we'll kind of get things kicked off today, talking a little preseason picks. Uh, we've done this, you and I, the last two seasons. And so this will be three years in a row where we're making these selections. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, coming out over the next few weeks as we get rolling into the season, we'll have some new and fun, exciting things for the football fans here in the state to listen to um you know i have some exciting ideas that will kind of be rolling out as things get underway but uh last night we had the nfl season opener we had the buffalo bills defeating the super bowl champions from a season ago the los angeles rams and uh i'm sure that we're gonna have some of those players that played in last night's game in our nfl awards uh for our preseason picks for the 2022 season but I want to get started off with some local picks, Sam. We did this a, a couple of seasons ago and last year as well. And uh, a couple of the awards I want to go over, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Breakout Player of the Year, and Comeback Player of the Year. Let's start off with who is your local MVP for 2022? 
Okay. So uh, remind me the categories again, because I want to make sure I'm not doubling up here. MVP, yeah, no, you're good. Year. Comeback player of the year and then breakout player of the year as well. So let's start okay, off with perfect, MVP. Perfect. perfect. MVP. So I've got a, I've got a, I don't know if it's a shocker, but uh, I've got one that I don't think anyone would, would be expecting. So I think, um, gosh, well, I, I've got a player. So Tim Patrick, I know he's hurt, right? That was a guy that would have been in this category for me. I don't know if I would have picked him for this or for breakout season. I feel like he's kind of broken out already, though. So uh, for locals, MVP in the NFL, I honestly would have probably been leaning towards him. But he's injured. So my guy, and don't laugh, but my guy is going to be Garrett Bowles, offensive tackle for the uh, Denver Broncos. And I know there's not a lot of love for what the offensive linemen do, but games are won and lost in the trenches, right? And this guy has made a complete 180 from where he came into the league to where he is now. I think he's going to be a Pro Bowl tackle this year. I think he's going to be, um, you know, he's, he's going to be responsible, uh, the primary guy responsible for, um, uh, you know, block, blocking for the Broncos new crowned uh, quarterback and so uh, Garrett's that's my pick and I I don't know what you think about that but I'm going offensive line Garrett Bowles because I think he's going to have a, a big time year he's going to be like a Pro Bowl player so I'm going to give him some MVP love on the offensive line yeah I, I love that pick Sam I mean I know that you're a Broncos fan so I think that's a little bit of a homer pick by you I know but uh <laughs> You mentioned two Broncos <laughs> players there with Tim Patrick and Garrett Bowles. Come on now. Um, well, I, I, I had some others in mind too, but uh, I, gosh, I, and, and look, all, all of my picks as we go throughout this, all of my picks, they're going to be a little more on the bold side, I guess. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. Garrett Bowles. No, I like it. I think it's good pick. I mean, you saw him get that, you know, contract extension before last season. He's clearly, changed his reputation from a guy that was just getting a holding call every single play it seemed like right a reliable and not just a reliable but like a really good offensive lineman like he's he's gonna be doing some stuff with I mean they've got Russell Wilson now it's not like they're gonna have Drew Locke back there and you know that that Denver offense is gonna be a really fun exciting unit to watch this season um I'm actually gonna still I went back and I looked at your picks and my picks from 2020 and also last season and you and I had the exact same MVP picks from both of those <laughs> seasons and so I'm actually going to pick the player that you picked for both of those years I'm going to go with Fred Warner uh, I think that okay. you know Fred Fred Warner is you know a pretty obvious selection here for MVP but what I'd like to see Fred do is you know he had uh, a little bit of a banged up season last year the 49ers kind of had a down year but then ended up making a playoff run towards the end of the season. Um, and then two years ago, you know, he was an all pro player in 2020. So I I'd like to see him get back to that level where he is an all pro again in 2022. So not really like a huge surprise there for MVP, but Fred Warner is my pick for a uh, local MVP this year, Sam, let's move on to rookie of the year. Who do you have for your rookie of the year out of the locals in the NFL? So it's, uh, my pick is is going more along the lines of I think who is going to have the greatest opportunity to shine as a rookie this year, because um, you know there's some there's some decent locals that are making their NFL debut this year, but I'm going to go with Devin Lloyd. I mean, uh, this is a guy that Jacksonville is so excited about having. 
Uh, I know that they were cautious with him in the preseason, but when he came in in that final preseason game to get his first reps, there was nothing but but love and praise for him and and uh, being someone that they already consider uh, somewhat of a leader on that defensive side of the ball. Uh, I'm really excited to see what he does in his first season in the NFL, and I, I would not be shocked if he's in contention, not just for our local rookie of the year, but for um, you know the, the defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I mean, you and I, we were down at the NFL draft in Vegas back in April to cover Devin Lloyd when he got picked by the Jaguars. And that defense is, they're really young. And, yes. you know, you got Doug, P- Doug Peterson coming in. That's that's going to be a, a, a team to watch kind of rising up through the AFC. And I think that Devin Lloyd's an interesting pick because he's going to have the opportunities there. And another guy that, you know, I think, has the potential to have the opportunity to get this rookie of the year is Tyler Algier with the Atlanta Falcons. Mm -hmm. I think that Atlanta, you know, by drafting him, it clearly spelled like, Hey, our running back room isn't set. And you look at the depth chart there in Atlanta and Tyler Algier could just take that job. I mean, if he plays well, like he could be their starting running back for the next few years. If he performs well going into the, you know, middle of the season here in a couple of months, I think that he's going to have as much potential to have those moments where you're like, Hey, Tyler Algier is, you know, the next guy out of the locals where we're just talking about him scoring touchdowns every Sunday. Right. He's going to be the guy who could get, you know, 75 to 125 yards any given Sunday, get a touchdown or two Atlanta's kind of retooling right now, but I like what Mm -hmm. they're doing on offense and uh, Tyler Algier could be, you know, that, piece to kind of solidify this next era for the Falcons. Um, break so out one thing, one, one yeah, thing I'll say about that Tyler Algier too, though, is being placed third on the depth chart. Obviously when they drafted him, that, that was all the talk, you know, out of Atlanta, that this is going to be the guy They're They're going to invest in him and being the, the horse for that offense. But by, by being third on the depth chart, as the season begins, um, less pressure, less pressure on a rookie, to come in and, and perform and produce right away, which I think is a good thing for Tyler Algier. You're going with a little less pressure. Maybe he plays a little more loose and he uh, plays a little more free and similar to the guy that we saw the last couple of years at BYU. And so when the opportunities are given to him, um, maybe there's going to be a little more uh, of that, that motivation driving him to, to take advantage of those opportunities. And, and like you said, that starting job will be his his for the taking with a lot less pressure on him. Yeah, and speaking of pressure, we can talk about my breakout player of the year. It's Zach Wilson. I think that he's <laughs> under a tremendous amount of pressure this year. I mean, one, he's in New York, and that's just part of the deal when you, when you get drafted either the Jets or the Giants. But I, I think Zach Wilson's going to have a breakout year as he comes back from this injury that really was just a bummer to set him back where he's not going to start until at least week four. But Zach Wilson, I think that now that, you know, the New York Jets have really just like set things back to square one as of a couple of seasons ago. They, They traded away Sam Darnold, said, hey, Zach Wilson's our new quarterback. But the last two drafts, they've really done a good job, I think, in putting more pieces around him. You know, you, you saw Sauce Gardner go, I think it was number four on their defense, right? But you've mm-hmm. got Garrett Wilson, wide receiver from Ohio State coming in. That's going to be a great wep- from, weapon for Zach to have. They added another running back in Brees Hall out of Iowa State. 
I think that he's going to have more weapons than he did a season ago where you saw him struggle at times. But the way that he played after he did have that injury in the middle of last season and the way he came back from that, I saw a lot of improvement in weeks, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 to close out the regular season last year. I hope that an off season of work, those new weapons that he has, he can continue on that kind of projection that he was, you know, rising up on towards the end of last season. Who do you have for your breakout player of the year, Sam? Do you like my Zach Wilson pick or do you have somebody else? Uh, no, that's a good pick. He was the name that I actually was considering in that, uh, in that category as well. Um, still, uh, I know BYU fans won't like this, but I'm, I, I still feel like I've, I've got to, I've got to see more from Zach Stell. I know there's a lot of um, excitement behind him within the Jets. Uh, they still believe that he's the, the guy for the future. But and, and I know injuries are out of his control. So when he comes back, he's got to show something this year, though, or else this is uh, the not for long league for a reason. Uh, and I'm not saying he'll be out of the league, but he would be out of a job in New York if he doesn't start turning it in the right direction this year. So, um, yeah, he'll need a breakout season. So that's that's a good pick for that. But um, I, I, I've got a couple of names here. One of them isn't really a breakout. Uh, but I think it feels like it's kind of kind of this way because of the change in team. Bobby Wagner, after 10 seasons in Seattle going to L.A., and I know they still love him there. I think he's going to – I just I just remember reading some things that they feel like, oh, this is it. Bobby Wagner is going to start the B client. I don't think so. I think he's going to be an all-pro linebacker again this year. He was their year. second leading a, tackler last night in the opener. Yes, he was. I mean, he, he was, was all over he the was, field. He was. He was very impressive. And so uh, – to say breakout, that's not that's not right because he's not going to be breaking out. He's going to be staying. So he's the staying player of the year. He's not going anywhere just yet, uh, Bobby Wagner. Um, there's another name that I'm going to save for our next category that I think is going to have a breakout year. But the guy I'm going to go with, we also saw last night. And he's got an uphill battle here. But I feel like this is the year that Zach Moss takes a step forward. I don't know if it's necessarily a breakout season. I mean, you got to define breakout, right? Is it uh, a big statistical year? Is it a year where he uh, becomes one of the top backs in the league? No, but I think it's a year where Zach Moss kind of takes that step forward and solidifies himself, if not as the number one back in that offense, at least as uh, how you see some of these offenses run run a rotational system with, with two backs. He's going to be a, a guy that could um, – you know, run upwards of, of 800 yards this season, I think. And uh, even last night in, in the season opener on Thursday night football, I think he showed in a couple of plays the ability that he has. He's going to have to crank up those yards per carry a little bit more. He's going to have to hold on to the football, even when you're up by uh, three touchdowns in, in the final minutes. You've got to hold on to the football. Those are things that he cannot do. But I really feel like this is the year Zach Moss takes a big step forward. It's interesting that you say that, Sam, because like I felt the exact same thing watching him last night when he was starting to get going. I He had one play where he just like he fought through. It looked like he was going to lose a yard and then he turned it into a four yard gain. He fought through two guys. He spun. He landed down face, you know, face forward and like <laughs> held the ball out. You know, it looked like, hey, Zach realizes he's got an opportunity here. Because Devin Singletary isn't like going to blow you away as they're starting running back, right? But they drafted James Cook, and so it's like the, the the opportunity is there for Zach. But then he fumbles the ball last night in the second half, and right. it's like 
it's those kinds of things where it's like he can't do it you know in those key situations where it seemed like you know that was kind of what put him in the doghouse almost there last year with buffalo because i felt the exact same thing a season ago and uh if he can't take advantage of these opportunities i, I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that could you know it's a make or break season for him he might not be on the bills next year next year or he might be one of those guys where it's like hey Zach's part of this key unit for the Bills and, you know, part of their success as they move through the AFC. I, I like that. He pick, needs though. to know. I think he it's need, interesting. He needs to know. He needs to know that there is competition for that position. I think he knows that clearly. Like you mentioned, you know, they draft a back. They've, they bring in Singletary as well. I mean, the, knowing that there's competition, I think, uh, drives the motivation as well. So, uh, Comeback player of the year, Sam. I, I wonder if you have the same pick as me here. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, let's have you go first. I mean, I, I wonder if it's the same guy that you, you mentioned uh, that he kind of was in that breakout player of the year category. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's the same guy that you picked as your uh, breakout player last year and had his season cut short. Mm. Yeah, you know where we're going with this, don't you? I mean, Zach Wilson was also a name that, that I thought of it in this category. I know he didn't miss a ton of time last year, but I feel like the time that he did miss kind of derailed uh, the 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 potential rookie year progress he was trying to make, and so um, you could say that that uh, Zach Wilson is a candidate for a comeback player. Uh, he's not my candidate, but yeah, you you know who I'm going with. Julian Blackman is going to be our comeback player of the year for the Indianapolis Colts. This guy, uh, I still think he's going to have a phenomenal NFL career, a long career, a good a good decade in the league. Uh, as a top safety and defensive back in the league. And so uh, this is his opportunity to shine. I thought he was on that path before he got hurt. And here we go. Julian Blackman's going to be our comeback local of the year. Yeah, I think that he's the obvious one, and I'm going to go with it as well. The only the only thing that I would say about that is if we were going to put a twist on it, maybe I would say like Taysom Hill just because he changed position yeah. groups. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe it's a comeback where he's like, hey, not only am I just a quarterback, I'm also an athlete and I can be an awesome tight end as well. I uh, I, I think that there's potential there, but I, I think the Blackman, I mean, one, just full disclosure, I'm a Colts fan. I want Julian Blackman to come back and be awesome for the Colts. And it was a bummer to see him go down with that injury last year. And, you know, a pretty brutal one as well. Those Achilles tendons, I mean, some guys, it ruins their career, but everything that I've been reading and hearing from Indianapolis out of camp is that he's looked awesome and that, you know, he even came back sooner than they were thinking he was going to um, throughout this offseason program in Indianapolis. So I like that pick, Sam. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought 
There are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Let's go and look at, let's go rapid fire here with our uh, general NFL stuff and uh, go through a few of these awards and then we'll get to our Super Bowl picks for the season before we wrap up the show today. Uh, Let's go MVP for the, the general NFL. Who is going to be your NFL MVP this season? Uh, again, remember what I said at the beginning, bold. Uh, I'm going Justin Herbert with the uh, Chargers. MVP, like he's going to he's gonna uh, do big things for the Chargers this year. So the the thing that everybody's picking, or the person that everybody's picking right now is Josh Allen, and he, like, backed it up right now, mm-hmm. or uh, last night with that season opener where he, you know, just kind of lit up the Rams. Uh, two of those interceptions there, but one of them probably wasn't his fault. I I think that that's like a really easy pick. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Like I think people are sleeping on him again. Like they're forgetting about him, like acting like the Chiefs just went away and like the Bills are the new thing. I I think that even losing Tyree Kill, the Chiefs are going to surprise some people this year and they're going to be like, "Hey, we're still that team to beat." I really think that, you know, there's there's a little chip on their shoulder there uh thinking that, you know, they aren't all that they have been talked about the last few seasons. I, I, I think that the the Chiefs and especially Patrick Mahomes are going to be impressive this year. So I'm going to go with Mahomes as my MVP. For my offensive player of the year, this might be a homer pick by me, but I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor running back with the Colts. He was awesome last season. He destroyed every other running back statistically. He came away with the rushing you know, title last season. I, I think he's just going to be as good, if not better, this year with Matt Ryan as the quarterback there, it's going to take pressure off that run game where it seemed like towards the end of the season last year, everybody knew that if Carson Wentz was going to throw it, there was a potential for an interception. <laughs> and so if they handed the ball off, like it was like Jonathan Taylor. So they just zoned in on the run there. I, I think that they're going to be more balanced this year. So I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, who's your offensive rook- or offense player of the year? And this is a hard one because uh, I think Cooper Cup's going to have another big year. He started statistically big last night again uh, for the Rams. But, again, I, I like going bold. I'm going Jamar Chase. I'm going wide receiver here with this pick. Jamar Chase, year two with the Bengals. Um, I think he's going to have a big year, a really big year, uh, enough so that, uh, yes, he will be in the conversations for offensive player of the year, and that's what I'm going to pick to to win that. I love that pick. He was so fun to watch last year as a rookie. I I also I'm going to I'm going to make a just a opinion right here. I yeah. think that like the whole MVP versus offensive and defensive player of the year thing, like I hate that. Like that's yeah, one of the things dumb, that right? <laughs> it bugs me about the NBA as well cuz it's like okay, if the MVP is for the best player in the in the world, right? Like LeBron should have more than 4 of them. And it's like Giannis right. should have won the last like 4. So, it's just like last year, Aaron Rodgers wins MVP, but then Cooper Cup wins Offensive Player of the Year. It's like, if he's the MVP, isn't he the Offensive Player of the Year because he was on offense? Yeah, no like, I just I hate that. So, well, you see, anyway, you, you, that's my disclaimer. You see, how, <laughs> you see how many awards they have in hockey, right? Every year, and then now yeah. like the NBA's the NBA's going that route. They're expanding how many awards they give out. It kind of to me, it almost um, you know waters down the bigger awards, but. Uh, Exactly. You know, it is what it is. MVP, offensive player of the year, whatever. 
Uh, defensive player of the year, Sam. I think you're going to like my pick here. Uh, he's a he's a fan favorite to the state next to us, and uh, I know that you really love him as well. I'm going to go with the newest Buffalo Bill, Von Miller. I I think he's just going to uh... surprise some people this year. I think that people thought that he was on a decline as he was you know running out his tenure there in Denver. He was dealing with injuries, and then they trade him to Los Angeles and. He, he made some impact plays there last year. I, last night, watching him in that season opener, I was like, this is Von Miller from four years ago. Like, he's back. Mm-hmm. Like, he's healthy. He's fine. And I know that Aaron Donald's a beast. And last night, he didn't look like that much of a beast. I mean, he had one play where he had a sack in the first half. And I'm like, oh, there's Aaron Donald. But then he kind of disappeared for the rest of the game. Von Miller was, like, noticeable throughout the entire game. I was like, that's Von Miller from a few seasons ago and I'm excited to see him this season. So I'm going to go with him as my defensive player of the year. I mean, Von Miller, I, he was, he was my pick there, but I'll change it just for the sake of, uh, oh, being, I didn't mean to, I didn't different. mean to steal your guy. No, no, you're fine. It's okay. Um, uh, but Von Miller showed on, on Thursday night, exactly why he's so valuable to whatever defense he's on. Right. He made instant impact with that bills defense when he was with the Rams after the trade, last season made instant impact with with what the Rams defense did and helping them to achieve what they achieved. Von Miller is a very, very valuable player to have on your defense. I'm only jealous because I wish the Broncos could have found a way to get him back on the team uh, this mm-hmm. year when there was talks of that in the offseason. But new management, new coaching, and they didn't value him quite the same. But that's okay. Uh, so for me, I'll change it up. I'll go with T.J. Watt. That guy's a beast too. If he can – if he can uh, – be any type of the player that that we've seen him you know uh what do you have like 23 sacks last year or something 22 23 sacks i want to say yeah um the, the guy the guy the guy is a beast uh and so i'll go with him for defensive player of the year uh rookie of the year sam you mentioned that you you kind of think that devin lloyd could potentially be up there for the, mm-hmm. you know the nfl rookie of the year. Is is that who you're going with for overall no, <laughs> even though I said that, um, I, I really like, I really like Ahmad Gardner. Um, I think Garrett Wilson could be good this year. It's just interesting with whatever happens with the Jets quarterback situation. Um, I'm going to go with the number one overall pick, honestly, Trayvon Walker. At like, like I thought he was kind of picked a little high at that, you know, that's what the Jags wanted. He's a great defensive player, but through preseason, through training camp, everything I've read and heard about him, the little glimpses I've seen of him uh, in the preseason, I really like the way he's uh, he's poised and positioned to succeed. And so I'm going to pick Trayvon Walker as the rookie of the year. Nice. I like that. I think that that's like a really sneaky good pick, even though he was the number one overall pick. I don't think right. a lot of people just in the NFL community are talking about him as the potential rookie of the year. I like that. Um, for my rookie of the year, I'm going to go with the guy on defense. I think that Kyle Hamilton, the DB out of the safety out of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. went to the Ravens who are just like, they're known as just having a great defense all the time. I like that. I like his fit with them. I think that, you know, they've also, they've added Marcus Williams as well. They're in that secondary. Uh, I think that he's going to be able to learn from those guys that just that Ravens defense has always been good. Kyle Hamilton was an impact player all over the field for Notre Dame. He was that quarterback of that defense pretty much. So I like him with the Ravens. Um, Coach of the year. I'm interested to see who you're going to go with here, Sam, but I'll go first. I'm going to go with Josh McDaniels. 
I, uh, I, think that, I think that the Raiders are going to sneak up on people. I think that they're kind of being forgotten in that division. And I know it's a really tough division, but it would not like, I'm not going to say that the Raiders are going to win the division. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not picking them to win the division, but it would not surprise me if they finished second. Like I, I really could see them, you know, they've added Devonte Adams, Derek Carr, he kind of gets written off like he's not like a top 10 quarterback. Like I think that he's not top five, but like I think he's a really good quarterback and he puts up really good numbers. And now that he's had, you know, another weapon added to the arsenal there for him that he's already got ke- connection and chemistry with from college in Devontae Adams, I think that they could surprise some people. And they've also made some moves on the other side of the ball. They didn't pick up the option on Josh Jacobs. So I'm interested to see kind of what they do with the run game there, but I I like Josh McDaniels seeing what he can do as far as like learning from his mistake from his time in Denver to now this is his next opportunity. Um, It was hard for me to pick, but uh, that's because I'm a Colts fan and he uh, spurned the Colts. Right. But you know, I'll go with it. It's uh, I think that's a good pick. I've been saying it for years. Uh, You know, I, I was there in Denver uh, during his experience uh, with the Broncos and, and just, it was, it was a failure. It was a complete failure, but he had a ton on his plate. He was also taking on the role as a GM, which he should have never had uh, when he was there. He was um, trying to be an innovator and be this creative, uh, you know, uh, young uh, head coach in the NFL and just, and it's, you know, he started fast and hot, but it fizzled really, really quick and it just didn't work. But I've been saying for years that he's kind of on the same trajectory as Mike Shanahan, where you coach a couple of years, then you go back to being a great coordinator until you've matured and, and understood the game even better, then you come back to be a great head coach. So I think I think that's a good pick, but unfortunately the Raiders will finish fourth in the AFC West this year, so he <laughs> will not win coach of the year. Um, I, I, they're, they're, I think Nathaniel Hackett's going to be in that conversation because he's going to bring the Broncos back into playoff contention this year. Um, and obviously Russell Wilson is going to be a big part of the reason why, but uh, they've got a great roster, but you know what? I'm going to give it to Doug Peterson with the Jags. I'm not saying the Jags Ooh. are going back to the playoffs, but I think I do think that this year the Jags will surprise people because they've been uh, so they've been at the bottom of the league for how long now? You know, they've they've just been walked on and and trampled over and had bad experiences with Urban Meyer and um, but they've got so much good young talent that if it can come together, you've got an experienced head coach, a guy who's won the Super Bowl. In, in the organization now, you've got a coach that could get these guys winning. And maybe they finish uh, a 9-8 and eight or an 8-9, and nine, you know, right in that ballpark. And I think that would be enough to, to launch him into that consideration for coach of the year. Hey, I mean, it was a circus in Jacksonville last year. So, I mean, anything in, a, in, an, in an improvement kind of way for them is going to be progress, right? I mean, it, they had – fans dressing up as clowns for the season finale last year and they ended up putting my Colts out to pasture and making it so they didn't play in the playoffs so it's got hard feelings there Sam um, I like that pick though it's interesting I mean he was what five years away five years removed from winning the Super Bowl with Philly so mm-hmm. it's, it's a good pick um, let's go real quick on these Super Bowl picks before uh, we wrap things up I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills are coming out of the AFC they're going to play the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl and I had to go with the Buffalo Bills here. I I, I wanted to see Aaron Rodgers win it. I picked the Packers last year and they let me down, but I uh, couldn't couldn't go with them this year. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills over the Packers. Who do you have? Good, 
pick. You went with the Packers in the Super Bowl again. I know. Uh, it's going to pay off one of these years. <laughs> Eventually. I'm really excited to see what the Bengals do this year. I'm not a big Bengals fan. I'm excited to see what they do, though, this year to see if they can continue to be successful or if that was a flash in the pan last year. You know, they've got such a young uh, offense. I already mentioned Jamar Chase. Um, you know, but they, they've got a lot of talent. I'm excited to see what they do. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch this year. I think the Ravens will be a fun team to watch this year. Um, the AFC West is going to be the division to watch this year. There's no doubt about it. Even though the Raiders will finish fourth place, I think they'll be close to 500. I think that division puts three teams in the playoffs. It just won't be the Raiders. I think the Chargers might win that division. And and I think the Chargers are going to be a dark horse to get out of the AFC. And maybe not even a dark horse. There might be a lot of people picking them. But I think they're going to make a strong run at getting out of the AFC into the Super Bowl. Now, after I've said all of that, I'm also going with the Buffalo Bills to get to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> and I'm not crowning them just because of their Thursday night win. That's who I, I was leaning towards at the beginning um, of the offseason as well. So out of the AFC, I, I too – We'll pick the Buffalo Bills. The Green Bay Packers are another team that, yes, I picked them last year. And I feel like they're going to be uh, a force again out of the NFC. The AFC is the much stronger conference this year, I think. I think the Cowboys are going to make more noise than maybe they have in, in years past as well. <sighs> is it bad for me to say I think it's going to just – I don't know why, but I think it's going to be Tom Brady again and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um it's I, a good I, pick. I like it. I was tempted to go there. It's it's weird to say, but you know, and then and then he can walk into the sunset and finally retire. I I don't know, but there's something about Tom Brady coming back to the league that makes you just feel like, well, that team's gonna win, uh, even though they they came up short last year. So I, I just and like I said, I want to be kind of bold, and so I'm gonna picking Tom Brady to go to the Super Bowl isn't that bold, but picking the Bucks this year is, I think. So that's that's what I'm going to do. Bucks and Bills in the Super Bowl, but the Bills will win. I like it. Very nice, Sam. Well, Sam, I I appreciate you hopping on. I know that you're busy. We've got high school football tonight. We've got a busy day of college football tomorrow. And then on Sunday, we've got a first full slate Sunday of NFL games. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I'm excited to have you on hosting the show with me. I mean, this is going to be really fun moving throughout this 2022 NFL season. And uh, I'm really excited to have you on board. Uh, anything that you can tease for our listeners on KSL Sports Live before we go? Yeah, for KSL Sports Live on uh, the opening weekend of the NFL season, not only will we have a full slate of NFL, but as you know, we Jeremiah Jensen works tirelessly to put together a, a segment with locals in the NFL. Every highlight that's that's worth mentioning from any of our locals this this weekend in the opening weekend will be seen on KSL Sports Live, and we'll have Stevenson Sylvester a former NFL linebacker back in the studio to help us break down uh, some of the video of those locals as well as college football as well. So it's definitely the place to be on Sunday night as you're winding down before you go to bed to start your new work week. You got to do it with Kissel Sports Live. He's Sam Farnsworth. You can follow him on Twitter at Samsworth underscore KSL. I'm Kyle Ireland. You can follow me on on Twitter at Kyle Ireland. And uh, we'll be back again next week to talk all things week one, the upsets, the, uh, the surprises, everything that happens. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about this season on the Arts After College podcast. Until then, signing off.